Hey, hurdlers, this is Fletch. And before we get started with tonight's episode, I just want to let you know that on November 14th, Kendra and I are going to be speaking in Fresno, California at the Trinity Community Church Mothers in Christ event. If you would like to meet us in person or hear us speak, you can go to the show notes from this episode and find out exactly how to do that. We look forward to meeting you. This episode of Homeschooling in Real Life is brought to you by Compass Classroom. So, do you know who that was? I do. That was the great Nell Carter, and I loved her. You loved her singing? I did. I loved her singing. She was a Broadway star, uh, as well as film and TV. Um, She did Ain't Misbehavin' in the 80s, but this was from the TV show, also in the 80s, called Give Me a Break. Yeah, and we chose Give Me a Break because why? (laughs) Well, I think, uh, you know, the positive aspect that we love about homeschooling also sometimes comes with some challenges. And this week we're talking about, I love homeschooling, but my kids are with me all the time. Yeah, and this is a new series we're starting. Uh, It's called I Love Homeschooling But, and we'll be going over all the big butts of... White people, white people, uh, oh, we should put that in there right now. (laughs) That was entirely too worldly for some of our listeners. Yeah, so off the bat, we're already starting with the problems. We're going to have plenty of people that are already turning off the uh, episode. Hey, we are here for episode 30. I love homeschooling, but my kids are with me all the time. This is Homeschooling in Real Life. Welcome to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. This is Fletch. And I'm Kendra. As veteran homeschooling parents, we discuss topics that tend to divide and distract Christian homeschoolers from each other and the gospel. On the Homeschooling IRL podcast, we promise to be honest, transparent, and witty as we discover what it means to homeschool in real life. Hey Fletch, do you use Latin? Well, you know, in dentistry, I use it every day because most of the words for anatomy and physiology in the mouth come from Latin terms. Did you study Latin? No, I didn't. I wish I would have. Well, you know what might have helped you? I do. Our sponsor for this show. That's right. Compass Classroom has a fabulous video series called Word Up! The Vocab Show. You know, I took a look at this. There are 10 videos in this series, and this thing is crazy because it's very fun, it's very engaging, and it teaches Latin and Greek words and hundreds of English vocabulary words. That's right. So if you are looking to expand the vocabulary of your students in either literature or science or just really get them prepped for standardized tests, Word Up! The Vocab Show is going to teach them 20 Latin and Greek words, over 200 English words, and there are links to online flashcards that go with it. So here's what we need you to do. Go to our show notes and click through to compassclassroom.com. All 
right, here we are in our studio again. I'm sitting across from the lovely Kendra. I have a hot cup of coffee in my hand. Not me. So this must be homeschooling in real life officially. Somebody asked me recently, what do I drink? Vodka. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Tea. Hot tea, tea. Hot tea. I know. It sounds so foofy. But. No, there's, you know, if if my listeners could go to anything to kind of figure out a little bit more of who I am as a host on this show, they should go to Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee and watch the very first episode with Larry David and you will see an entire comedy bit about coffee and tea that pretty much is Kendra and me sitting down having the conversation. Oh, about the superiority of tea? So, yeah, about you know <laughs> how it's so different when you want to have a cup of coffee someone, with someone and they show up with a cup of tea. Are you complaining? No, I'm just saying. Okay. I'm, like, it's not the same thing. Coffee's like, coffee's like beer and tea is like wine. That is a really good comparison. <laughs> right? Um, kind of. I kind of <laughs> think that. Although but actually, that would have been coffee's true, like maybe. dogs and tea is like cats is more like that. That's more of how no, I think it. Really? Yes, you don't put me in the cat category. <laughs> yes, that's where you are. All right, all right. So we are sitting here for episode number thirty of homeschooling in real life. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. It's a Tuesday night, so we are we're past the Monday. Ooh, right? There's a Monday. Ooh. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's either a Monday me or it's a Monday. Ooh, and last night was. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So um, we are talking on this episode about a new series. We we introed it a little bit at the beginning, but we're doing a whole new series called "I Love Homeschooling But," and we're going to be going over, like I said, the big butts. The big. We're, yeah, big we're going to be talking about things that. You know, maybe you went into homeschooling for all the right reasons. Yeah. But these are the real life things that can just tick you off. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're yeah. the ones that just or are the just, deal killers. Right. Or they're they're the daily struggle, maybe. And they are, as you kind of go back to episode one, these are the things that make you say homeschooling is a buzzkill. We are talking on this episode... I love homeschooling, but my kids are with me all the time. Yeah, and I I got a message from one of our listeners, uh, and I just wanted to read it here here because this is what she said to me, and I think that some of us can really relate to this. All right, so this is real life. Right, and she said, Kendra, I don't know if you're open to topic suggestions on your podcast, but I have one for you. Actually, you touched on it in the one you did on how homeschooling affects marriage. It was the fact that we have our kids around us all the time. She wrote that in all caps, all the time. I can't tell you how much I have felt guilty over the years for just wanting my kids to go away, especially as they hit the teen years and take up so much more mental and emotional energy and personal space. I would love to hear from other moms who struggle with that and ways they have found to deal with it. I know now what my red flags are and I try to pay attention to them, but still often struggle with feeling guilty about needing the solitude. Not to mention that many times I simply cannot get it because of circumstances, especially with a big family. I don't think getting older or hormonal helps either. What was God thinking? Anyhow, you get the idea. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Actually, that just sounded like a therapy session via private message. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the thing that I think is tricky about a topic like this, Fletch. Um, And I think, you know, as a blogger for so many years, there is a line I won't cross. And that line is when I'm telling a story that isn't mine. And by that, I mean my kids. So, you know, 
I won't cross that line and tell things about their lives that would be too personal for them. And the other line would be that there are things that are real and raw. And, you know, we have a desire to be very transparent on this podcast, but I also never want to send the wrong message to my kids. And this is one of those things that I think could be taken the wrong way or could be hurtful if a kid heard you say this. Okay, so let's just back up for a second. I want to put the rewind button on for just a second. Okay. Um, so let's talk about real life, and then we'll get right back to what you were just talking about. But why this topic, though? What, what, you know, we're known at homeschooling in real life for talking about real issues. What is that real issue, just at the face level? The real issue is, you know, we have a lot of our listeners who are homeschooling, and they've they've might have gone into it for very noble reasons, like, oh, you know what, the school system isn't maybe the best. Mm-hmm. Um, our kids need some specialized education, and they could just be tricky kids, or they could be special needs kids, or they just could be kids that are way advanced, and they're going to be the smartest kid in the class. And so these these listeners of ours are saying, we decided to homeschool for all the right reasons. Okay, so let's just let's give them the benefit of the doubt. They get their kids home, and they even they go to the conferences. Maybe they've they've listened to us, you know, or maybe they've listened to other podcasts, and they start at it, and then all of a sudden, something just hits them on the side of the face. And I know they're listening to them right now, listening to us right now on this episode, going, "Yes, that's me. That's me. I'm the one. I'm the one that Fletch is talking about. Um, I'm homeschooling." But I just never get a break from these kids. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, they're right. just saying, you know, I love my kids. I brought them home because I love them. Right. I'm homeschooling because I love them. But in real everyday life, I am I just need a break. And yeah. they're always here. And, and in the funny ways, these are the parents who, what do the moms say about going to the bathroom? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, this is reality. It seems like a, a joke. You know, it's like one of those sort of cliche motherhood things. But that's my reality. For 21 years, somebody's little hands are trying to get under the door or they're passing me a note or I sit down and I'm like, ah, I get to go to the bathroom. And then, mom, where's mom? Where's mom? Hey, hey, mom. Smack, 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 smack you know, on the door. Yeah. <laughs> like, I cannot even go to the bathroom. <laughs> and, and, you know, we have those listeners that are probably saying, I've done what the blogs say. Mm-hmm. You know, I've created, I think last time was it our single ladies episode where they said, you know, create a quiet time. Like, yeah. I've created the quiet time. Right. I've listened to Kendra talk about quiet time. Yeah. And my kids fight during quiet time. Yeah. <laughs> or, right. you know, they don't stay quiet during quiet time or they sneak out. Mm-hmm. Or when I send them off to do their schoolwork and make them be self-reliant, they come back within a minute for a question. Yeah. Well, Fletch, what is the thing you always say? I think this is pretty funny, but when something crops up, as it inevitably does every other day or so, you always say... It's always something. It's always something. There's yeah. always something. So, I mean, I really wanted to touch really quick on the real life issue here. That before we talk, I know what you're going to say, and I, I just wanted to kind of preface this and say... This is a real issue, and, and this is a real thing that parents are out there saying, please, Fletch and Kenj, talk about this one. Give me the antidote to this yeah. problem. And they may be bummed out that we don't have the antidote. But <laughs> all right, so back, fast forward back to where we were. Okay. Hi, this is Carol Top from the Dollars and Cents Show podcast. You're listening to Homeschooling in Real Life. 
When you're done listening to Fletch and Kendra here, why don't you head on over to the Dollars and Cents show where I talk about something of interest to everybody. That's money and also a big old dose of common sense. I'll talk to you about uh, running a micro business, managing money, career exploration, and sometimes tips for running a homeschool organization as well. Hi, I always enjoy listening to Fletch and Kendra, and I hope you'll enjoy the other podcasts here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. You can find us at iTunes as well, and I, um, I hope you'll consider dropping a great review both for all the work Fletch and Kendra do here at the Homeschool Real Life Podcast as well as my show, Dollars and Cents. Thanks, everybody. So, you know, the the thing I want to communicate to my children is that it's all good. I think this family, this big family, have there been, is there sin? Oh yeah, I lost it today with my kids um, and got really, really frustrated with a couple of them. Um, yeah, there's moments, you know, sin rears its ugly head. We're fallen. We're a fallen family. You know, we don't love each other well all the time. Um, but overarchingly, this is good. This is good. And I want them to remember, you know, the good times and the wonderful things and the laughter and the, you know, the big guy that was tickling the little guy today. Um, and, and, you know, just those great things. I want them to, to really relish those things and love those things about our family and our homeschool life inside this home. Um, but we adults, I think also need to have space to be able to be real with each other and say, I don't always love that. I don't always love that I can never feel like I can get any time to breathe. I posted a picture on the Facebook page today of a box of honeycomb cereal that I had to hide in my closet because I purchased it for a recipe. And, you know, because the kids are here all the time, I, I can't get away with anything. Like, I have to hide things that, so they no, can't see seriously, them. No, seriously, this is homeschooling in real life, people. If you're listening right now... If I die, which, I mean, I'm going to die, so we know I'm going to die. But yeah. <laughs> if I die unexpectedly and someone, and Kendra's, so it's okay, let's set this back. If I die and Kendra dies, we're both dead, and someone has to come <laughs> through my personal belongings, they're going to say, why in the heck does this guy have iPod earbuds in his underwear? <laughs> and you know exactly. why? It's because I, that's where the kids won't grab my earbuds. They won't go in my underwear drawer. Right. <laughs> they're going to go like, well... Why did he have the Apple TV remote control? Oh, because the Apple TV remote control is like meant for a dollhouse. Yeah, so, you know, we love Apple (laughs) TV. All right, so just a quick pause here. Apple, we'd love you to be a sponsor of Homeschooling in Real Life. There are a lot of homeschool families that would use Apple products if you would sponsor this show. So if there's anybody listening, get them to sponsor it. However, if you're listening and you have any sort of pull with the designers... Go into them and smack them on the head for the way they designed the Apple TV remote. Because those things, they're like as skinny as a credit card. And like <laughs> perfect for like a six-year-old's pocket to get lost <laughs> forever. No, no, no. It doesn't take a pocket. It takes just a cushion on the couch. <laughs> so, gone. you know, if you were to really go through my life, you'd say, you know, again, why is this here? Why is your toothbrush and toothpaste oh. up Above, yes. Like I need, I need a bench to get to my toothbrush. I had to hide it from Mighty Joe because he would eat the toothpaste. (laughs) Exactly. You know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. Like these little things, they just get under your skin. Yeah, and it's not just the stuff. I mean, the stuff is annoying. 
you know, the touching and the moving and the losing of my stuff, but, but it's just personal space too. And you know, Fletch, you are an extrovert, um, by nature. So you're a people person, but I'm an introvert and, um, I love being around our kids and I love being around people, but man, do I need to, to have a break. Or I just fall apart. I can't even really handle life. Yeah. So let me let me bring in some real life to this because I think I have a great little story here. You you were just talking about you know not you know the two things you're not willing to go to. One is to share personal stories, and two is to ever really communicate to our kids that might ever listen that they were a burden or a problem. Right. Exactly. So that's so not the case. That's okay. not what we're trying to say here today. Right. Exactly. And, and I, I, we have a son that listens to our podcast. He mm-hmm. often tells me that he listened to the episode. So if he's listening to this one, he needs to know that without a doubt, never a burden. Mm-mm. And there certainly were times that we snapped and, you know, told him he was dumb as a bag of hammers. But <laughs> other than that, you know, never a burden. But, you know, I also uh, do another a separate podcast. It's the one I do on my blog mm-hmm. where I can, I just have no filter. So it's, you know, it's homeschooling. Wait, wait, you have no filter here. <laughs> I, no, I, have a, <laughs> I have some, a little bit of a filter, Okay, <laughs> um, but there's no filter over there. Um, and so I was doing some recording and he came in and he wanted to talk to me. Uh, he wanted to talk to me actually about a podcast thing. And, you know, I was listening to him and finally I just stopped and said, Hey bud, I just don't have any more time in my day. And I need to do this right now, mm-hmm. but I want to talk to you. Um, and so I was able to communicate, you know, I love you. What you're saying is important to me because it really was important to me. Right. But in that moment, I just needed a quick break. Now, you know, he's yeah. our oldest and he gets it. And he yeah. said, oh, you know, no problem. Sorry. Yeah. And we were able to, you know, he came by my office later and we were able to talk even more. But there's the real life. That's, you know, that was at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Where when you think days should be coming to an end... They still continue. Right, right. And then 5.30, I'm in the same office, and I'm listening to Mighty Joe put his feet on the floor for the first part of his day. 5.30 a.m., right. Yeah. <clears throat> exactly. So this is very real. And, you know, I think it would be great um, to maybe take a break at this point and hear from a listener now. Just go ahead and uh, we talk about it during the interview with her, mm-hmm. but just go ahead and set up this this next uh, clip that we have with her. Yeah, well, actually, today, this day that we are recording, um, I was having one of those mornings where I was super frustrated with um, a couple of kiddos in our house. Uh, I have actually a blog post coming up on this and how we're working on one thing in these kids' lives, and it reared its ugly head today. Um, And so I tweeted something funny about it, and this listener, Angela Hoffman, tweeted me right back, Uh, we are in the same boat. And so she and I had a little banter back and forth about just sort of that, you know, I need a break or a breath from this constant um, parent responsibility, homeschool responsibility thing. And that's how we got to tonight's interview. Well, let's go to that interview now. And it's, uh, once again, it's one of our Skype interviews. So the sound might be a little muddled, but um, we just kind of let it roll. And we were spending time with uh, Angela Hoffman. Well, we are in the studio tonight, and we are excited to have Angela Hoffman on the phone with us. And well, actually, it's not even on the phone; it's on Skype. And Angela is from Alberta, Canada. And we are going to encourage you to take a listen to the outtakes of this episode <laughs> because you'll hear Kendra and me trying to name 
all of the provinces of Canada horribly. So, uh, Angela, why don't you just introduce yourself, uh, who you are, maybe your family size or the kids and kind of what life's like up in Canada. Sure. I have a website called homeschoolinnovation.com. And on there, I just try to provide encouragement, tips, tricks, and little techniques to homeschooling in everyday life. Um, We've been homeschooling since 2006, and we have three children. Um, We're venturing into the high school years now, and still um, elementary and middle school children here as well. So we're kind of covering all our bases. All right, let's stop just for a moment and pray for the Hoffmans as they enter into high school years. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, Kenj, why do we have her in the homeschooling IRL uh, episode for tonight? (laughs) Well, oddly enough, I think uh, both of us were having a a tricky day today with our kiddos and homeschooling them, and we happened to catch each other on Twitter. (laughs) And so we had a little banter going back and forth this morning about uh, surviving or not surviving, but just sort of like, how do I, how do I get back to being grounded and, and survive this homeschool day with my kiddos, um, that are just driving me a little crazy. So that's, <laughs> then, then I hooked her in and I said, Hey, we'd love to have you on this episode because she actually threw out some great ideas. So um, that's how it always happens, right? I mean, that's how our moms did it. They were on Twitter. Like back in the seventies, <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. If you recall, my mom was on the phone and it had with the that long curly stretchy cord, cord all yeah. the way across the kitchen, the stretchy yeah, exactly. cord all the way across the kitchen. <laughs> so, all right, so we we're talking tonight uh, about the topic of I love homeschooling, but my kids are with me all the time, and you're telling me that Angela has some good suggestions for us. <laughs> I thought so. Well, let me hear what you two were talking about while I was busy at work. So, Angela, it was a hard morning at your house yeah well they happen right oh yeah absolutely and and you and I talked a little bit about how we this is one of the good things about homeschooling we love being with our kids but there are just days when it it gets hard they're with us all the time there's not a lot of privacy (laughs) so how what are some things you do that um help you sort of get through those struggling times you I you just have to take a deep breath and in that time you're taking a deep breath you know you just look for the grace of the day or something that can strengthen you to get through it um because when you have i mean any family even people who don't homeschool you have moments that are just either heavy moments or just hectic moments and you just need to learn that in that deep breath to look for the grace in that moment to help you get through and know that you'll get through to the other side. Can I jump in and ask a question really quick, Angela? Um, sure. Your, does your husband work outside of the home? He's both. He travels and he has a home office. So when he's traveling, do you ever text him in the middle of the day and say, <laughs> please come home and get the kids? They'll be on the front porch waiting for you. I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) That is homeschooling in real life. There have been been times, yeah, during the day where a text will go off. And even if it's just, what time are you coming home again? (laughs) (laughs) Even even if you know every night the normal time? (laughs) Yeah, but it's not it's not always consistent. Is there anything else you want to share? Anything else that you 
recall from our um, little interaction this morning that you think would be good? Yeah, a lot of times, I, it's a very popular thing with homeschoolers to talk about a family read aloud because they're beneficial. And I mean, everybody, you know, you read a book and it's good. Um, but the other side of that is that when you do that, even if you have some kids that need to have a little thing to fiddle with or build Lego or color, if you're doing a family read aloud, it's a time where everyone is just coming down a little bit and you can escape into another world for just a short time. And that, even when you're tired, I mean, I've read books when I'm just exhausted or, <laughs> you know, think that, oh, here, here's another book. But honestly, in those times where you can just escape into that other world of the, of the book and talk about it after, it's just a really good way to regroup in a day. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that was really wise of you to post that because um, the other part of that that I love is that you then have sort of a shared story or you have a shared experience together and it's usually non-confrontational. <laughs> you know, it's just this shared uh, little moment in your day or, you know, half hour, 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 however long it becomes for your family. And um, and there's no confrontation throughout it. And, you know, nobody's arguing over the plot <laughs> or anything like that. It's just um, you're right. It can be sort of grounding. And that's that's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you always or in our family. Right? There's always usually some really great discussions that happen, like you said. Or even something, um, I, we were reading Little House on the Prairie series a couple years ago. And then that also sparks a whole other conversation about me remembering things that my grandparents told me about life on the farm. Or when they first, you know, did something that was brand new, um, for their way of living, you know, like from horse and buggy to cars and, you know, things like that. And you can have some really uh, neat conversations that connect your family on a deeper level too. So Angela, how do you and your husband balance out this idea of, you know, my kids are always around us? Do you guys, I mean, go ahead and answer a couple questions. Uh, What do you do maybe for your marriage to peel away from the kids? And then secondly, what do you, I mean, as far as sharing responsibilities, um, and sometimes that's just a weekend of saying, hey, dad's on this weekend. Um, Can you attack both of those if you feel comfortable answering those questions? Sure. Um, We have, I think, a good sense of humor, which is nice because that that helps. Um, And we, we do share. I'm very lucky that my husband will will jump in and pick up the slack where it's needed or you know if I've been running around frantic all day and realize I have everything for supper except the chicken you know (laughs) (laughs) he'll see he's so nice that he'll stop and he'll he'll grab that for me or if I'm the one running around with the kids uh on the flip side of that he he doesn't mind you know throwing the chicken in the oven and and potatoes on the stove so we are sort of really approach it as a partnership and we're in each other's corner 
And then do you guys uh, peel off time, like I said, weekends, date nights, or anything like that? To... Well, we try. Yep. Um, even you know, even if it's sometimes <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I uh, was teasing him because we had left the kids at home because our one's old enough that we can do that a little bit, and um, we zipped out to the grocery store together just to grab you know milk, eggs, bread, apples. <laughs> And I said, quick, hold my hand. It's a date. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> wow. I'm so, impressed you guys got to a store. Sometimes that just happens for us upstairs. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, some, sometimes we're, you know, we have days, though, because um, he is busy where we are both home and it can be 11 o'clock at night and we realize, wow, I think I talked to you for five minutes today. You know, you have those days too, and that's why it's just important. And and it's the same. Um, like I was talking to Kendra today about even a cup of tea. You know, I've had moments where I, I've been alone, and the kids are all small, and whatever happens, right? Someone's sick, or or whatever it is, where you're just on. You have to be on all the time, and there's no escape. And maybe the escape is a cup of tea that maybe you can drink until before it gets cold. Maybe not, but every sip, you know, it, you just have to be very conscious and aware. Just every sip can be your moment and your moment just to, to draw back and regroup. That's great. Thank you super much for being willing to do this on the fly. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Um, hey, we really want to thank uh, Angela for being on the program. Uh, our listeners don't know, but we put this together within what, six hours <laughs> between two different countries. Right. That's awesome. Hey, thanks for being on homeschooling in real life. And thanks for being a great listener and a great supporter. Thank you guys. It was great. Again, we want to thank Angela Hoffman for taking the time to Skype with us on this topic. Uh, I really really liked what she had to say about sometimes you just snatch those moments in a cup of tea. Yeah. And what would that be for you, Fletch? Cause you, you said, you know, you had to tell our oldest son, Hey, I, I, I can't do this right now, but do, are there other things that you have that that's pretty direct? You, you can say that to a 21 year old. Right. But- so let me just give you some examples. And I really want to just take a pause in this show right now and talk to dads because I think a lot of times homeschooling in real life, it's appealing to moms. They're the homeschooling moms that are home and they listen to Fletch and, you know, they just think, oh, Kendra's got this crazy, wacky husband that does this podcast with her. But then the comments and the discussions tend to gravitate towards women. So uh, grab your husband, share an earbud with him, give him a kiss and, and listen to this next little section. Here's the reality of this topic for me as a dad. Um, you know, I, I, let me just share my schedule with people. I, I'm a dentist. I work four days a week at a dental office, but I tend, my feet hit the ground before 5 a.m. every morning because from 5 until 7.30, that's where I know I'll get unhindered time. So I either spend time on the computer or getting podcast stuff done for homeschooling in real life and go to work all day long and I answer questions and I solve problems and I diagnose and I treatment plan all day long and the last patient leaves my office by 5.30 and I spend a little moment in decompression before I hop in the car and drive home for a half hour and hit the dinner table and then after dinner I pretty much 
corral or handle little ones and try and give Kendra a break. That's eight kids that try and cram time in between then and bedtime with questions or schoolwork or whatever. So I think if I'm appealing to you dads that are listening right now, that's a very realistic thing that on the weekends, I really try and just just suck up as much time as I can with my kids. But what I find is that there are some things that have to be done. And whether that's bill paying or study or spending time with my wife and trying to remember who she is, it seems like, like for example, right now we're recording. And before we sat down, our seven-year-old said, are we going to watch some videos on the Sphinx? (laughs) And I said, you know, I'm going to be spending time with mom tonight doing this thing. And, you know, he was disappointed, head down. And then I took him up, told him it was time for bed and, and put him in our bedroom to sleep. But he's in our bedroom to sleep. He has his own bed, but he's sleeping in our bedroom. These times are stolen often from me. And sometimes you just need to, I, I give time, but I put an end and I put parameters around that time. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, we're going to do this. You have all my time for the next hour. And I think this weekend we built some stuff. We did some paper airplanes. I spend time reading or writing with some of the other bigger kids. And then with the other ones, I take them with me on the go. So I feel like I always have somebody in the car with me on the weekends to do something. And see, I think what sometimes we miss in this world of having to be these super parents, gosh, in this decade, it's just crazy what, you know, the pressures that our culture puts on us. But just living life with your kids, it's as simple as that. You know, if you're hopping in the car to go to the hardware store, grab a little guy and take him with you. That's very simple. We're not, you know, that's not a craft. (laughs) That's not a huge, like, let's build a tree house and a weekend project. That's, you know, that's very simple. And, and the truth is one of the little tactics that I have, um, this is just probably seems lame, but I think it really connects with my kids is I'll say, you know, honey, I got to fold laundry. Come with me. Keep, keep talking to me because you know, they'll, they'll like come up to you and tell you some elaborate Lego description or movie story or something like that, or something they're writing or what the cat did. We have one who's constantly telling me what the cat's doing. And so, you know, I can't always just stop and listen to these 10 minute stories, but it's, Hey hun, I've got to go get dinner started. Come into the kitchen with me. Keep talking to me. Keep talking, you know, or come here, sit, sit at the counter. You keep telling me your story. Let's keep talking. But mommy's got to get dinner into the crock pot. And those are exactly kind of what I'm saying is on the run, on the go, take your kids with you. So then when you really need that time, you're not actually stealing it for him. You're not pulling the old, uh, what's the guy's name? The cats in the cradle guy. You know, yeah. you're not the dad that's missing out on everything. Right. Um, but let me tell you this, and I need to be very real with some men. There are sacrifices that need to be made. And you know what? I am just never going to be the dad that plays golf three or four times a week. Uh, and misses out on so much of my kids because I have a, a pursuit I want. I'm all for taking your kids with your pursuit. And actually, I've talked about that um, on a couple other podcasts where I've shared that take your kids along on your adventures and teach them to love your adventures. Yeah. Um, but I have, you know, I had boys that wanted to do different things and I learned to love their adventures. Yeah. So I learned to kind of join in with them. I had a, a son that loved photography and videos. Well, let me get that for you and help you do that. Um, and I had another son that loved music and another son loved video games. And, and as much as I could, I entered into that, but you just need to realize there's going to be a sacrifice And this topic. I love homeschooling, but my kids are always with me. Yeah. 
tough it out, you know, suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> They're going to be with you. And I, and I really don't mean to be harsh there. I just mean, yeah, that's part of it. That's part of it. And as much as you might be sitting here going, really, that's your advice? Sometimes that's the advice. Yeah. And sometimes it's a total drag. You can't have coffee with that buddy. You can't go to that sporting event. You can't do this, this task. Fletch, that reminds me of that story you told me of that guy working in his garage. Yeah, so I remember when I was a very young dad, this guy was talking to me about getting chores done on a Saturday. And he said, I just gave up trying to get the major things done because in the middle of trying to get a chore, I'd have two or three of my kids asking me questions on how every tool worked (laughs) and how this... And I just realized that you know my huge laundry list of projects needed to be shortened way way down. Yeah. So, you know, I spent a lot of time on the weekend cleaning out the garage and really organizing five kids to mm-hmm. clean up the right. garage. That's and I'm right. just you barking did. out orders. Yeah. So, okay. So to this point, we've talked uh, a little bit just about this topic. We brought Angela on. She shared a couple of her ideas. Um, we've talked about realistic expectations. Right. You know, you're just not going to accomplish yeah. Some of the things you think you're going to accomplish. Or that you did accomplish before you had kids or before you were homeschooling them. So maybe one more for husbands and wives who are listening, who are saying, our marriage is suffering. And we we did a whole episode on what homeschooling can do to a marriage. But they might be saying, man, these kids are just nonstop. They're in our bed. <laughs> yeah. you know. And let's just get really plain and simple. I mean, this can affect a sex life. This can affect a relationship. And so you have kids. We we no longer have kids in our bed most of the time, but we have, we share a wall. Our bed shares a wall with teenage boys. Right. (laughs) So, you know, you have a very realistic issue here. Like these kids are always with us. And I know a lot of our listeners, um, as I've polled people and as I've listened to our listeners, we have a lot of young homeschool families with little kids. Yeah. And so these are the kids that are crawling into your life at any given time or yeah, nursing in the middle literally of the night. and figuratively hanging yeah, on yeah. mom. And you know, you might have some very kind of disgruntled homeschool couples saying, I got married to him. I got married to her. I didn't get married to them. Yeah. And they are taking all of our time. Okay. A suck it up, buttercup. I mean, that's <laughs> part of it. It's like you, you decide to have kids and kids take time. Right. Um, but B get creative. I mean, if, if you're, if you haven't put it into the budget to have a date night, put it into the budget. If you can't put it into the budget, I understand. Great. Take a date at home. There are times when it is completely proper to lock your door and say, Mom, Dad's time. I mean, we're in a locked office right now. Yeah. And kids know they can't come in here. Can we make out later when we're done recording? <laughs> we'll turn the mics off. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> You can, you know, we have a double lock system. We can lock the bedroom door. We can lock the bathroom door and just get time alone somewhere um, to reconnect. Fletch, what you said reminded me of these years we had early on in our marriage when I was just this sort of type A, I can do it, pull myself up from my bootstraps kind of girl. And it was really hard for me to say yes when people offered help. Uh I have a friend now with two little kids who, when I offered her to bring her dinner this week, she said, I have a strict policy to never say no to free food. And I just want to encourage our listeners, if you are the kind of mom like I used to be that has a hard time, you know, people will say, well, can I help you or what do you need? Or can I bring you dinner? Or can I pick up your kids? And you, oh, no, it's okay. No, 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 it's okay. Say yes. Next time that somebody offers something like that, just say yes. 
You know what? That's exactly it. I think, again, we're getting to the issue of pride in homeschooling. Mm-hmm. I can do this. I can do it by myself. And this topic is you're complaining. You know, there's a complaint here. The complaint, and I'm not saying it's a bad complaint. I'm saying there's a complaint. It's valid. You know, that says, I don't ever get a break. If someone offers you to watch your kids, take it. Yeah. You know, or even consider the idea of swapping. You know, hey, yeah, I'll take my kids. I'll take your kids for couple days yeah could you take mine i mean nothing wrong with that that gives you that break that gives you a mental uh, sanity check what about the idea kendra that i often tell you uh do you remember that blog post i wrote about you know what it was for you what is your mental day mm-hmm. it's not your mental, oh yeah that sounds bad what is your mental day <laughs> what is your uh, every day for me is a mental what day. is your where where is your happy place mm-hmm. is what Literally, my happy place is a particular beach. No, but the beach or just going to the beach. And I yeah, tell yeah, you, okay. when you go to the beach, oh, go to the beach. Right. Exactly. Don't turn it into a unit study. Yeah. Don't don't <laughs> study lighthouses and don't study seagulls and yeah. don't turn off the brain, turn off the homeschooling. Don't take curriculum with you to review. Don't take a planner. Take a fluff book, pull out a beach chair and be at the beach. So whatever that is for you. You know, if you're a woman who likes to go shopping, window shopping, you know, or whatever, and that's a good break for you, do that. Don't go to the homeschool supply store. Yeah, we say when you go on vacation, vacate. Vacate, you know, right. Vacate your mind and just yeah. be on vacation. Yeah. Uh, and I can just say that just looking across the room, my wife is horrible at this. I, <laughs> she I can never terrible. go on vacation. She's always planning a meal or planning a curriculum. And there are times I'm just like, put the book and the computer and the phone away. Yeah. And 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 do that. Well, and I'm guilty of of that time of feeling like, oh, good, we're gonna we're gonna take a vacation this weekend, or we're gonna be off this week, or whatever. I can use that time to get ahead and plan. Yeah, I'm really really bad at that. Can I uh, make one more suggestion? And this will just be our outshot for today. Um, Kench, can you encourage moms not to be guilty about electronic? Uh, social media and electronic devices because of what that allows them in in a trapped stay at home homeschool Mm -hmm. mom what is the phone the computer what is that yeah it's connection it's connection and I I remember hearing early on you know when social media and chat rooms or you know whatever that before there was really Facebook or any of that we had boards so like sunlight had curriculum boards and I was on the well-trained mind board and you know we would communicate back and forth it was community for a lot of us who are home all day long maybe maybe you are that homeschooling mom who doesn't have a good support network maybe there isn't a good co-op in your area or like me you're always giving birth I mean I was just always I just always had a newborn or you know a baby or a toddler it wasn't easy to be a part of those kind of things it just wasn't even practical sometimes and so for me those were a lifeline to another adult mom who said who could say that famous c.s lewis quote that says you know friendship is born in the moment when you say oh you too and that's what that is that connection during the day that's what that conversation on twitter was with with angela this morning it was you too yeah. All right, sister, let's link arms and let's do this together. Okay, I can go back in. I can I've got strength now. I can go back into the fray with all these kiddos. It is now time for Hurler's treasure chest, and you know what that is? That's where Kendra and I 
recommend something we've tried, tasted, listened to, or just something we love that we think you would love also. So, for this episode of Hurler's Treasure Chest, let's begin with Kendra. Well, Fletch, this time I'm going to recommend a series of books that I've been reading by an author with an interesting name. His name is Gervais Finn, P-H-I-N-N, if you want to look it up. And the first of his books is called The Other Side of the Dale. In this instance, this is a school inspector in Yorkshire, England in the 1980s, and um, his stories are fabulous. Really, really fun. Uh, Fun, light reading will give you some good laughs and um, an interesting cultural look into England. Fletch, what are you recommending this time? Okay, so you know how much I love apples? Yes. All right, so back in 1991 when we got married, I went to our local grocery store and there was a brand new apple in the aisle called the Fuji apple. And I thought, Fuji, and the the guy that was there said, oh, you'll love it. And he cut out a slice and gave me that slice of that Fuji apple. And I thought, man, this is the best apple I've ever had. It was soon surpassed by the Pink Lady. Mm-hmm. And you know how much I love Pink Lady apples. Yes, we have they make a, the best applesauce. What do we have right now? A, what is we it? Pink crate, yeah. a box, uh, a, two bushels, a, two bushels yeah. of Pink Lady apples on our kitchen counter, and I eat at least two of those a day. But that's not what I'm recommending. Okay, there's been a new apple that has surpassed the Fuji and the Pink Lady. Aww. It's called the Jazz Apple. It's crisp. It's tart. It's sweet. It's yummy. If you can get this in your market near you, I know I got mine at Trader Joe's. You can find the Jazz Apple. I'm telling you, you will love it. That's what I'm recommending. Sounds good. We want to thank our sponsor for this episode of Homeschooling in Real Life, CompassClassroom.com, creators of Word Up the Vocab Show and Visual Latin. We sure hope you liked this episode of Homeschooling in Real Life and that you're really going to like the series that we're doing. Um, we want to thank Angela Hoffman again for being on our show and just sharing some of her ideas. You know, we think this is the kind of topic that is just a real life issue. And this is the kind of thing that you're going to want to talk about or or let us know what you're thinking. And we just want to remind you of the ways in which you can do that first you can email us, info at homeschoolingirl.com. Just go to our website and go to the Let's Connect tab, and you can send a message directly to us. Um, you can tweet to us. Our Twitter handle is at homeschoolirl. You can find us on Facebook. A lot of people like to engage with us there. It's facebook.com slash homeschoolingirl. Or you can do what a lot of people are doing. Actually, if you listen to our closing credits this episode... John recorded them for us. John, I don't know John who, but John sent in a recording of the closing credits. You could do that. You can send us a voicemail or you can just send us an audio clip and we'll play it on the air. Kendra, why don't you tell them what's coming up on our next episode? Well, on our next episode of Homeschooling in Real Life, we're going to follow along in our series of I Love Homeschooling, but, and our next episode is I Love Homeschooling, but I Hate Teaching Math. We want to remind you that if you've not yet subscribed to Homeschooling in Real Life, you need to do this. Go over to our website, homeschoolingirl.com, and subscribe to our website. When you subscribe, you will get access to exclusive content. Now, don't forget, the exclusive content for this show is a quick little quiz that we had with Angela, our guest from tonight, on the provinces of Canada, and you can listen to just how badly 
I do at this geography quiz. Go right now, subscribe to our website. Hey, there's one more thing you can do for us, and that's leave a review for us on iTunes. You know, we know there's a lot of families out there that are homeschooling with just a rules-based mentality, and there are families that are just burning out at homeschooling. You know what they could use? They could use a little humor and a little excitement and a little fun from Homeschooling IRL. If you go to iTunes and leave a review, it's the one way that we can improve our ranking and get this podcast into the ears of more homeschool families. All right. Thanks for listening tonight. We'll talk with you again next time. This is John from McLean, Virginia. The Homeschool and IRL podcast is a part of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Everything you hear on this show is written, hosted, and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. To contact them or connect with them on social media directly, please visit them on their website at homeschoolinirl.com.